episode 428 compound episode steve Schmee here and the rickster ricky v as in Verconi rock what's up buddy how you doing hey what's up steve what's up guys how's everybody doing out there so today we're doing a compound episode guys but this is going to be a really cool episode this is one you're going to want to save of you know for your super bowl parties Whatever sport you like to watch, football, baseball, basketball, soccer, um, as they call it, football, they call it in your side of the hemisphere, Rick. Um, And we're going to talk about healthy foods that you can have at at your sports parties when you invite people over, and then also tailgating. Um, So, you know, we're going to talk about that and we're going to try to show you ways that you can still eat healthy and still eat delicious food for your situations that you're in. If you're ever inviting people over or you ever go to a tailgate. So, you know, let me start it off a little bit, Rick, with, with tailgating. Uh, so what tailgating is, <clears throat> people may not know what it is, but a lot of times for football, uh, one of the things that I like to do personally when I'm going to a football game is get there early now, why, why, why would you get there early, Steve? Well, you know, you get there early so you don't have to deal with the traffic. You've got 60, 70,000 people going to the stadium. The roads are going to be jammed. So rather than everyone showing up right before the game starts, get there early. So if the game's at 1 o'clock, the football game's at 1 o'clock, which is usually what most football games start, you want to get there at 11, you get there a couple hours before, you get a good parking spot with some space, and then that get, and then now you got two hours to burn before the game. Now, you know, you want to give it like a half hour to walk to the, the stadium, go through the security, scan your tickets, and then go get to your seat, right? So you got an hour and a half, okay, a good hour and a half. Now, during that hour and a half, tailgating, very, very popular to do. So one of the things I like to do is get there, I got an hour and a half. I take a little grill with me, I guess the charcoal, and then I will put that charcoal, you know, behind my car. And then I will light that sucker up, let it, let it go ahead and, and burn. Once the flames start dying out, then that's pretty much the time where I can start throwing stuff on the grill. So what I like to do is I'll get beef, you know, uh, nice fatty cuts of, of beef from, uh, that are pasture raised and put them in, make them into patties ahead of time. And then I throw them on the grill and just slow cook them with, uh, and, and close it, close the grill and have the little eyes on the grill open. So some smoke can, can, can leave and I'll slow cook them on each side. I'll also prepare some guac guacamole ahead of time. And then I'll have the guacamole for the burgers and I'll get some lettuce wraps and then I'll have the lettuce wraps to use as my bread. This way I'm not using, you know, processed garbage, you know, in terms of bread. And then you can get, you know, tomatoes or whatever else you want to add to your burger. I'm not an onion person, uh, so I won't add onion, but uh, I like tomato. So I'll add some tomato to, to it. And then you just chill, you know, you chill, you enjoy the tailgating. You know, there's other fans there and stuff. You can, you know, have, uh, have some fun with them. And it's a really good experience, uh, to, to do the tailgating before a game. And it kind of, you know, it's nice. It's a, it's your opportunity to kind of, you know, 
get there early, take your time. Don't be in a rush. I don't like to show up at the last minute to, to these types of events. I like to get there early, get my, get my parking spot, have plenty of time. And then, you know, once you're done eating, put everything away and then you can just walk to the game and take your time. And so it's a really enjoyable experience. So those of you out there who go to games and you're like one of those people, you just show up 10, 15 minutes before and just go to the game. No, show up early, just enjoy it, do some tailgating. And that's a really healthy little recipe that I just told you guys that you can eat before the game. And it won't, it's not, it's nothing wrong with it. It's, it's all natural ingredients. So Rick, tell us a little bit about your, your ideas for uh, sporting events. So uh, I like to keep six pack abs year round, but I also like to cook and participate in family events, special occasions. And I don't like to not be able to eat the, the same or close to the same things everybody else is eating. So I'll give you guys some tips for that, for that barbecue, for that special occasion where you need to, where you don't want to just have to say no the whole time, but you also don't want to take too many steps back on your progress in your gym grind. So he, he, let, me, let me start. These kind of occasions usually don't come unannounced. We usually have at least a week's advance knowing we're going to, we're going to be at a place where we might, we might sin with the food. <laughs> you know, we might, might sin a little bit and have some more. So you, you prep for that shit. So if I know Sunday, I'm meeting up with Steve and, and the boy and the bros, and we're going to tailgate in with the bros, right? Um, then I know like, hey, uh, Steve's a power lifter. He doesn't care about, you know, stuff in his face, but I'm trying to keep abs year round, trying to keep it lean. So here's what I do. Uh, I'm just going to water fast. I'm uh, going to water fast a little bit, just Tuesday, Thursday, uh, just a Thursday, Friday, quick little 48 hour water fast just to clean my system and to, and to burn some cows. It's fine. Saturday, uh, bone broth, just getting back into the swings, you know, depending on how sensitive your digestion is, you might, um, you might want to water fast Wednesday, Thursday, and then just do very light, low calories recovery Friday, Saturday. And, or you can, you know, you could really figure out, get creative with your feeding any way you want. But the idea is that to, to lower calories on the days leading up to the big event, make sure you're still training. And that day you have a lot of calories, like a lot, right? You just splurge, you do whatever. And then next day, uh, you again, go back to having less food. And, and again, they're just many many ways i could say hundreds of ways to accomplish what i'm this refeeding the way i'm describing it to you using so many different methods you know everything from body opus dan duchene all the way back to i mean any of the just modern bodybuilder diets i mean really different ways to do it so you schedule that shit so that you can take maximum advantage of those calories for that day through both your training and supplementation. And so that it doesn't, doesn't push you back, you know, doesn't blur your lines too badly for too long. The day of the event, make sure you got my product Entuslin with you. 
You go to N, the number two, slin.com. That's N, two, S-L-I-N.com. N, two, slin.com, my product. That's your cheat meal best friend. So we get, we got, got the N, two, slin in the truck. We get to tailgating. Uh, and we're about to, about to throw some, some meats on the grills. And we're about to make some stuff here. Now, one thing about red meat steaks, you want them at room temperature and you want them dry. You don't want the steak to just be coming out of the out of the cooler and you washed it, rinsed it down a little bit, as you should with all your meats, no matter, no matter what, you rinse them down a little bit with fresh water. And and you you, you can't throw it on there if it's if it's wet on the outside with water. And if it's cold on the inside, you're going to have a very hard time making it just right, getting getting it just to the right cooking um, level you need it. So make sure that it's dry. You can use paper towels to dry it on the outside. And I do this with red meat with my steaks after I've, after I've, I've rinsed them with water. And you want to make sure that it's at room temperature. That way you get a nice sear, a nice seal on the outside of the meat which locks in a lot of that moisture. That's the reason you need it to be dry. So locks in some of that moisture. And then also you need it to be room temperature because you want to be able to get a nice gradient kind of cooked on the outside, a little bit pink in the middle, however you like it. And the only way to do that is the whole, whole of the meat needs to be the same temperature. If it's cold, you're going to burn the outside and the inside will be raw. It's happened to a lot of people with their with their burgers, with their patties, whatever. Hot dogs, make sure you get, you know, kosher. I like the kosher hot dogs. You know, Hebrew National, full beef, 100% beef hot dogs. Like that stuff. I'm salivating as I'm talking about it. Um, lettuce is your best friend because you could substitute bread with lettuce. So that day you might splurge on a lot of stuff. And let's say you don't, you don't want to lean into the bread too much. And I want to talk about this part. Even if you're going to have a lot of food that day, even if you might have a couple of chips with block and, and ranch dressing here and there, like whatever you might do. If you can avoid it, don't indulge in the sodas or, or the alcohols, the beers. Keep away from that because if you had trouble before with your diet, with eating sugar, with eating breads, if this is if this was a, a tough hurdle for you to get over to get into your your good fitness grind, but you've already gotten past it, you don't wanna you don't wanna relapse into that life of, of sugar waters and that life of bread and and simple sugars. You don't you don't want to fall off the wagon here. So maybe if you're going to have a, a few burgers or a few hot dogs or a couple of steaks, like you're really splurging, right? Maybe you have one of your burgers, two of your burgers on, on bread and, and whatnot. And then from then on, the other ones you wrap in, in that head of lettuce, that nice head of lettuce you brought there, you wrap the burgers in that. Maybe you have a hot dog or two with, you know, in the bread, on the bread. And then, but then the rest, if you're going to have a lot of food, a lot of calories, just, just wrap that shit in the lettuce. As far as, as far as drinking, I just don't just get a, like, don't be a, a fucking sugar baby. Stop worrying about your, your, your drinks being sweet. 
Like, stop it. You know, you don't need artificial sweeteners. You don't need diet colors. You don't need shit. Just drink water, man. Salsa water is pretty cool. It's bubbly. You know, just get used to that. Maybe do what I do with my kids sometimes. We'll, we'll, we'll go, go out for, for food. I'll drink seltzer water the whole way through. Quench my thirst on seltzer water while I'm eating my food. And then uh, before we leave, it's my kids. They're always, they're always not going to finish their, their soda because um, I let them have soda if they want. I'm not, you know, I, I educate them on it, but I don't make the decisions for them now. Um, I'll have a little bit of the soda at the end. And I'll get off the table with a sweet taste in my mouth. And it's just fine to me. So maybe you have a little shrag, shrag of soda once you've quenched your thirst. Um, get, a, get a big water jug with ice. Stays cool. And bring that for your trip. And that's your water jug for the trip. And I promise you, if you keep drinking out of that water jug, you'll be less likely to overeat or, or drink sodas or, or drink alcohol. A lot of times you might literally be thirsty and you see you see beer there, you see a soda there, and you might just grab and drink it. But if you've been drinking water all the way through, you'll just have an extra, an extra point of to a willpower to get through it. Make sure before you have the foods, my insulin, about 20, 30, 45 minutes before you start having food, just have two, three capsules. Make sure you definitely, if you take three capsules. Make sure you definitely eat 30 to 45 minutes after you take them. Or you might feel your blood sugar drop. You know, you really want to get those calories in there. And then as you eat every couple of hours, just throw in a couple more insulin, running with the food is fine. You know, you've, you've already had some uh, before you started eating. It's kind of activated. And now you're just keeping it going with what you're ingesting now. And splurge, enjoy the time. If you... If you do have a beer or soda, make it sure it's just one or two. Just enjoy it, but don't fall off too much. And, and there's a lot of advice for those guys that have issues mentally staying in the game. Because once you get there, once you've, you've really done it, you don't, you don't want to fall off. You don't want to go back to the, to the bad habits. If you, if at the, during the tailgate, um, if you have a couple of sodas, if you have a couple of beers, there's a more likely chance that you'll you'll do that again next time you tailgate. But if you just stay true, don't go back to uh to bad habits, don't get become a fucking sugar baby again. Don't and you once you've already passed these, then then, then keep it there, you know, keep it like that. I think if you're tailgating, adding the alcohol with the fat with the calories, not not that good at all. Um adding the sugars, sugar water, sodas and shit with those calories definitely not not good you omit those two things now you just focus on not overdoing the bread the the you know and and just and you know it's easier now and then you could just splurge a little bit you know use dressing use use whatever get fucking creative a little bit on that grill um and then the next couple of days uh, make sure you get back to really clean eating and stay on the grind. And that's the last thing I'm, I'm going to close this, this part with is this. The more days you accumulate doing the right things, the more days you accumulate doing it right, the, the better those days where you have a really special occasion where you, where you don't want to have to turn down burgers and hot dogs and 
and you know different different shit just kind of not so great food then it's 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 better you know you're not going back so what i'm i guess what i'm trying to say is if you don't fucking just sin because you're driving by or you go out with your kids to take take them to eat something and they get bad food and you have a choice of getting the healthy option but you also get the bad shit and you continue to just kind of slip off like that when the day of the tailgating comes you're going to look at yourself and you're not going to be in the best of shape that you could be and now you're going to throw more shit on top of that but if you've done it all the right things if you've if you've exercised discipline and self-control on those days where it was kind of it wasn't a special occasion it was just a day-to-day you had a little bit of a craving but you make sure to stick with it what ends up happening is once you get to that tailgate day you're gonna look great man nice abs nice muscles you know what i mean you could, you could, uh, 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 shit, fuck, man, take your shirt off, <laughs> wear a, a tank top. People might think you're, you're one, you're one of the players. You know what I mean? And just look good, and then just splurge. You could splurge for that day because you did all the right things leading up to that, and you know that even if you splurge today, you're gonna do all the right things thereafter. So that was my whole long, uh. <laughs> my whole long lecture on that what do you think Steve? i'm going to give you some some options uh for at home if you're doing a super bowl party sports party at home um so one of the things i like to do and it's uh very easy okay it's uh game day wings and this is a little recipe that i've kind of uh, came up with through trial and error over the years and it's it's a healthy healthy option now I'm going to explain exactly the issue when you go eat wings at a restaurant, any of these wing restaurants, they cook the, the chicken, the, the wings in refined oils. And, you know, I on the forum, other mods on the forum have talked about this. And um, when you cook foods in, in these types of oils, they're bad fats. These are bad fats. They go in your body, start sticking to things. You get a really bad ratio of omega, omega-3 versus omega-6s. American diet, we get barely any good omegas. It's all bad omegas. It's all the we need we need both omegas, but it's like a 21 ratio. It needs to be one-to-one ratio. <laughs> you see the problem? So don't go and get wings from a restaurant. You can do it at home. All you need is to invest in a $50, $40 air fryer. Okay. That's all you need. You go get the wings. I like to get the the good quality wings, at least step two, step two, step three wings. And you get, so my recipe is, is for each one pound. So each one pound, you're going to take the chicken wings and put them in a bag. And then you're going to add to the bag one whole line. You're going to add one tablespoon uh you know depends on how salty you want it around one tablespoon of salt but i like to have less a little less salt i don't want the wings to taste too salty so i'll do like three quarters of a tablespoon of salt then you're going to add a smoked paprika and then black pepper is another addition you can do say half a tablespoon of of um of of, uh black pepper and uh, paprika 
And that's it, guys. I mean, you mix it all up in there. And then coconut oil. I was just talking about refined oils from a restaurant. Coconut oil. Raw, unprocessed, unrefined, cold-pressed coconut oil. Put that in, in there as well. It gives you a nice little slick. Now, the last ingredient to this, Rick, is going to be baking powder. The baking powder is going to help everything kind of stick together. So you do a tablespoon of the baking powder as well. Mix it all in the bag. Let it marinate for like an hour or two, okay? If you can go three, four hours marinating it, even better. But worst case, you can go an hour or two, and it'll, it'll be just fine. Then you take the wings, you put them on a flat surface inside the air fryer, and don't put aluminum on that flat surface. I know it's going to be messy. It's going to stick, whatever. But if you put aluminum, it's going to, it's not going to cook the way you want to. So never use aluminum in an air fryer for that reason. You want to cook everything equally. So what I'll do is I'll do a pound on one rack, a pound on another rack, and a pound on a third rack. And as it's cooking, you want to rotate them. You're going to have to rotate the racks. You're going to have to rotate the chicken wings. You may have to flip them once or twice. And it's going to take, I don't know, 30, 35 minutes, maybe 40 minutes. Get an air temperature thing. Get a temperature thing. You know, you put it in the wing. And it's going to tell you once it reaches 165 degrees, then you know it's done. Uh, another little tip, I would separate the, the drumstick wings from the flat wings. Um, basically cook all the flat wings on their own rack and all the other wings on their own rack because the, the flat wings are obviously going to uh, cook quicker. So that will make it a, a whole lot easier. But this is stuff that you can cook for your party and put it in front of your guests, even guests that aren't accustomed to eating healthy food. And I'm going to, I tell you, they're going to love it. They are going to love it. They're going to, they're going to ask you, where did you get these wings? What, what, what wing place did you get these wings? They're delicious. And they're, they're healthy and they're delicious. So you don't have to eat any type of junk food for your, for your parties. You don't have to do that. You can eat healthy and still eat delicious foods like this. This is, this is what I'm, what I'm trying to teach you guys. And down the line, you know, I'll definitely, you know, hopefully be able to put this recipe up on, on, uh, in an article on the forum down the line. But for now, I'm going to link my guacamole recipe, which is a thing that you can add to your wings where people can dip their, the wings in guacamole if they want to dip it in, into sauce. So I'm going to link my uh, guacamole recipe for you guys. So Rick, give us one more uh, the tip for a party. What would you do for a party that, that would be healthy, that guests would actually eat that, that aren't health freaks? I mean, I could give you one that's actually, uh, I'm going to give you just a couple. Um, first one, wings. Hey, go to supermarket, get tiger sauce. Comes in a green pack. Very specific tiger sauce is the one that does this. You could use it just plain how it comes. Or you could, obviously, you wash your hands before you cook. Drop some tiger sauce in the palm of your hand. Lick that shit and figure out what kind of other flavors you can use to enhance it. Maybe a little paprika. I always mix in some garlic in it. Almost most things like, like garlic. So mix that in. Just see how you can tweak that a little bit. If you do tweak it, make sure it's powders or make sure it's thick liquids. Don't put anything too, too thin in there because 
of the next step. Then you take your tiger saws and you, you, you pop the little plastic thing that, that keeps it squirting out and you just pour the whole thing in a bowl. Maybe grab one or two bottles. This is not going to be a, a cheap proposition. If you do it on, a, on an oven, you can say, say you can salvage some of it so you don't use as much. If you do it on a grill, you're going to go through a lot of this. And what you want to do is you want to have your wings and coat them with the tiger sauce um, as they're cooking. So you put them on the, on the grill. They're first going to turn turn white before they, you know, that, that, that when, when they start turning white, they get a little moist on the outside, those wings, before they start to turn darker color. You know, the, the, it just, it's, you start coating them with the tiger sauce. Coat it with the tiger sauce. Come back and just keep coating it with fucking tiger sauce until they're done. Once you grab these wings, they're going to be like, if you ever have a, have you ever, like if, when you have a caramel glazed apple, like you, there's going to be a glaze on it. Just a nice, tasty glaze right around that wing. You could drop a little, little curry in your tiger sauce beforehand. You could drop, drop a little curcumin in your tiger sauce beforehand. You know, just enhance a flavor that's, that, that's more familiar to you. You could put cilantro paste in there if you want. There's even some cilantro concentrate powders, or you could just really fine, chop really fine fresh cilantro in there if you want. But, you know, obviously you got to be prepared for it. Uh, maybe throw the cilantro. If you're going to use fresh cilantro, just put it in a, like a garnish, like put it in at the top at the end. Those wings are just incredible. And uh, they're, they're very, very, I mean, it's just one of the, when I want to sit there and kind of make something good, that's one of the, once I really like like doing, I'll give you a a really bad bad kind of uh, recipe. This is a bad one. Like it's not that healthy, uh, but people will enjoy the fuck out of it. And everybody's gonna ask you how you make this. They're gonna say, "Hey, Steve, how the fuck did you make this, man? This is incredible." So here's what it's you a do. Cheeto. It's a Cheeto recipe, right? Here's what you do. There's some ingredients that are not fully required but will help the required ingredient that you need to make what i'm about to tell you you need guava paste you need to go to the spanish supermarket order this shit online get some guava paste and in in, in, in colombia they call it bocadillo you know you, you just get some of that guava paste so get a nice chunk of guava paste the other thing you want but it's not required, but it'll give you a little extra cool flavor is, is Pony Malta or the malt. It's, it's, a, it's called it's a Pony Malt drink. And again, you get that shit at Spanish, you know, the, 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 the Spanish supermarkets. A lot of you guys have it nearby. If not, just like Google Pony Malt and then put an A at the end of malt. Two words, Pony Malt. And you might even be able to order it to come to your house. But it's not that necessary. You take the guava paste, right? You put it, um, before you even put the guava paste in there, you take up, up a pan and you put some Coca-Cola in, it, in the pan. Just enough to just cover it a little bit. How much? Depends on how you like to cook. We're going to cook cook out most of these, uh, most of this Coca-Cola anyway. A little bit of Coca-Cola. If you can get some black beer, like a, um, like a Heineken draft, it gives it an additional, just crazy flavor. You throw some of that in there. Throw a couple... Or spoonfuls of butter in that mix. 
um, is always I like to drop a little bit of garlic paste and something like that. But you start and you get that to a simmer on a pan where it's kind of bubbling. Once it's bubbling, you throw your your guava paste in there. A lot of it. Good, good chunk of it. Nice, nice, healthy chunk of, of guava paste you throw in there. And while we're waiting for the guava, and as the guava paste begins to melt, just have a, a, a spatula and just kind of move it around in there. Now, while the guava paste in there simmer, let me tell you guys what we're going to do inside of the guava paste. You're going to get those little tiny sausages or the little hot dogs that come in the pack, the little kind of fingerling little hot dogs. That's what we're going to fucking cook in there. Then got the wobble paste. You got that going on in there. You take a separate pan, throw a little bit of coconut oil in there, and you just kind of sear the outside of your little hot dogs. I like searing them the outside a little bit just because it, it, and I just like the way it, it tastes. Sear it outside a little bit. Boom, 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 boom. Once your wobble paste is fully, is fully melted and it's bubbling, boom, 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 boom. You, you take, and the wobble, the wobble, none of the ingredients in the first pan need to be cooked. So don't worry about cooking it enough. Like you can eat the wobble paste without cooking it. You can have the Coca-Cola beer. So you're not cooking it. You're just getting it up to a decent temperature so that it finishes cooking your, your hot dogs on the inside. Then you take the hot dogs, you throw them in the pan where you have your, your melted wobble paste that you melted on, on Coca-Cola, draft beer, uh, like, like a draft uh, Guinness, um, some pony malta, if you could find it, pony malt, and butter. And maybe again, throw a little bit of, of other uh, ingredients in there that you feel are going to enhance the kind of flavor, the kind of cooking you like to do. And throw your bunch of little hot dogs in that wobble paste and just start turning them, turning them, turning them, turning them. Um, keep scraping the bottom of the pan so you don't, so you don't actually uh, burn any of it. Keep the heat kind of medium high a little bit so that it's still still carbon is still going. And once the wobble paste dries up just a little bit, it's going to coagulate. It's going to get really nice and tight once it cools down. It's as hot as in the hot liquid is going to be, it's still going to move around more. So you want to kind of gauge it and make sure you're not, you know, you're not, you don't continue cooking it thinking you got to cook it out. And all you needed to do was let it cool down. So it would, it would come, it would gel together. It's the very end, you know, like at the very last three, four, five minutes before you take this out. Take a couple of fucking marshmallows, depending how much marshmallow taste you want. You throw it on that mix and you mix it in there. Maybe maybe chop them up a little bit with a uh, kitchen scissors. That's how I like to do that before you throw it in there. And make sure you mix the marshmallow in until it's. You have a choice of letting them kind of. You have a choice of how much of how much of the marshmallow you want, kind of still looking different than the wawa paste if you melt the marshmallow in there long enough it'll just become part of the wawa paste you can still taste it you just won't be able to see it or you could continue to mix it in so that it looks you can see the white uh stripes across the the wawa paste striped um situation there so it looks a little bit cooler once you melted the marshmallows to the degree you want them to melt you turn off your heat uh and you just you let them rest a little bit until it coagulates, and then you serve them out. People got to take uh, little toothpicks uh, to pick them out, forks or whatever. It's the most delicious fucking thing you've ever tasted. Um, it's it's a good, very cool way to bring meat together with something sweet. You know, uh, 
it's like the only way you would ever think you you would eat a marshmallow with with a piece of sausage in the same bite in your mouth because you have in the middle of it you got the butter the beer then it makes a transition to to the to the guava which is kind of in the middle and then it goes coca-cola marshmallow um there's a big range if you just throw marshmallows in there with hot dogs you'd be like oh what the fuck is this but because of the middle flavors in the middle in there and even the the graininess from the guava um giving it that texture it's just an incredible bite people are going to ask you for the recipe to make these these little these little again glazed coated little hot dogs that taste incredible like it tastes it tastes tastes fucking gold um but yeah i mean the main thing you guys are going to have to go out and get that guava paste that traditional spanish guava paste uh that's a it's got to be solid at room temperature. Like the guava paste, it shouldn't be like in a jar and you're not putting a jar of what No, it's, it's, it's the, the blocks of guava you're just, paste. You're just trying to make a sale. <laughs> I should sell some guava paste on, on, on N2B. I've never, yeah, I've never heard of it. I've never seen it even in a Spanish store. Maybe I'm looking the wrong. Where would it be well, in you, a Spanish you, store? Um, next to the, to, to Tres Leches, next to like the, the Arequipe, Next to like all of the sweets, kind of the tres leches and all of that stuff. And just ask them for just ask them for guava paste. You know what I mean? Let me I'm for just for everybody's better. I'm about to Google guava paste and tell you and see what comes up and tell you guys if it's if it's even a good result or not. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm about to just I'm about to just uh public service here for everyone. Um let me just Google it. I right see now. it. Yeah. It, it's at uh, Walmart, Conchita Foods. Conchita, remember Conchita? Isn't that your ex? Conchita? Just Conchita foods. A dollar twelve. Yeah, like, there it is. Conchita guava paste. That's the one. You could use Conchita. You could use Goya guava paste. Um, but I mean, is it gonna be like corporate crap ingredients? Don't you want to use the, the good one? Um, dude, you're mixing it with marshmallows and Coca-Cola. You know what I mean? It's it's um it's, so just, yeah, it it's just it doesn't. I mean, you could if you want because I'm looking could, at the ingredient, the second ingredient is sugar. Can you get one that doesn't have sugar as a second ingredient? I doubt it. Uh, sugar, oh, no? okay. sugar. Do you need helps. it for the paste? Yeah, sugar helps <laughs> it become a paste. Yeah, yeah. This guava paste. Also, you take a slice of this guava paste and you put it next to like a white cheese, like but like a really like a a soft white cheese. Like mozzarella is great. You know, like a like a sweet kind of. It's just fucking incredible. When you get yeah. quesito. The really soft kind of cheese that'll have like the, the Dominican flag or the Colombian flag or the whatever flag on a little piece of cheese at the Spanish market, and you slice that, you you take, put it together with a guava paste. That's a good good bite. See, that's interesting because in the Persian culture, they 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 do apricot paste. I grew up with apricot paste. You grew up with uh, what's it called? Um, guava paste. Guava paste, yeah. Because guava is good for digestion, man. If you if you but the one that wants guava juice. Apri- See, my grandma, my grandma was in the mafia. She used to always send me a dried apricot fruit paste, and it'd be have sugar, lots of sugar in it. And uh, yeah, I, I'm curious now. I'm curious to look for one that doesn't have sugar. Now you got yeah. me curious. Yeah, yeah man, just, just grab the grab the guava paste. I'm looking at it right now. Iveria makes one. Conchita Conchita Foods at Walmart makes a, a Conchita. G U A V is in victory. A so like Ricky V Rock G guava, and uh, yeah, man, you just throw that guava in, in some some Guinness black beer, some Coca Cola. 
Pony Malta, if you can find, let me, let me look for Pony Malt too. Look for that. Pony, P-O-N-Y, Malt. Pony Malt. And then it comes up, Pony Malta. I don't know if you're able to buy it. Uh, Goya, Goya makes Pony Malta. And it's actually, it's like a six pack for five bucks. You may only need half a bottle, but the rest is pretty good drinking. It's just a nice, it's a nice kind of like a, it's kind of like, like a soft drink. Um, and so there it is, man. You can find all of this stuff. Holy shit. On, on Amazon, you can buy uh, a six pack of, of Goya malt, uh, pony malt. So yeah, man. So you mix those in. That's where you melt your guava paste on at, at, you know, spruce it up with other spices if you like. But if you get the little, the little sausages, they already come kind of spiced up. And it's that, that transition that coming over from the sausage to this guava paste. That's really good. And Again, just throwing marshmallow with a sausage, it, it would just, it, just thinking about it, right? But the fact you've got all of those middle ingredients that are both have some, some, some bitterness to it, some sweetness to it, have like, oh, it really brings the taste together where you have like these, these little sausages that are coated in like the perfect sweet tone. I mean, it's just, it's great. It's awesome. This is one of the best, one of the best uh, cheat foods that I've, I've kind of developed um, the last couple of years. So you're gonna, you're gonna you can eat that during the football, as Colombia is scoring the winning uh, goal in the World Cup, right? I've made it. Um, I've made it about half a dozen times already since I started. Since I started fucking with it, um, the last two times I made it, I added the marshmallow at the end because just the guava paste with no marshmallows, fucking incredible. I just like. The marshmallow because it would just it give it an additional taste and tones that that the fush, the dish can still handle and it made that wobble paste stickier so if, so when they cool down a little bit um it just had like the perfect coating of it it just it, the, the marshmallow made the wobble paste and everything stick better which I, I liked you know I felt like I got more more I got a thicker coat around the sausage when I threw in the marshmallow than when not. And just the taste, it's just an extra taste because marshmallows makes it sweeter. And it also has that marshmallow taste, which I mean, I think, I think we all kind of like that marshmallow taste. I don't know. You're, you're going to get us canceled, bro. All this ethnic food, talking about all this fucking ethnic food and shit. You're going to get us, you're going to get us canceled. All right, guys. So this was episode, what episode was it, Rex? Seven, no, 428. So we're almost to a thousand uh episodes well, we're gonna do a thousand episodes we're gonna have to conchita i thought, I thought but... canceled i thought ethnicity and multicultural multicultural idealism fucked up that word up pretty bad i thought this, this is in style now in vogue i thought that's what we're supposed to be all about multicultural ethnic all this other stuff no yeah that's true that's true yeah it's like in style now more than conchita ever. i want conchita's coming on the next episode she's gonna talk about her favorite uh foods that she enjoyed with you as you guys watched football <laughs> i would i would love i would love um the world cup if uh if the united states actually got good at soccer i know the female side is good but it's a shame the u.s um i like they can't find any soccer players in the united states like come on let me tell you let me tell you how to solve that let me tell you what what is the best way for you florida man you especially down there to fix that issue and have a, a deeper, more emotional attachment to Mundial. Here's what you do. Okay. You find Tell yourself, me. you find yourself a uh, a girlfriend who, who is of Latin American origin 
And then you guys together can cheer for her team. Get a Colombian girl, get a, a Argentinian girl. You know, you got to get one. You got to get a Brazilian chick. You got to get one that actually they have a good fucking team. And then you can even wear a Brazil shirt if you go with your girl to the restaurant, to the Brazilian restaurant to watch the game in the big screens and scream with the flag. Like you, you become, you know, you, it's like, it's, you know, it's like you're drawing the Brazilian from her, like a vial, like when you draw the juice from a vial, right? So that's kind of, you know, so that's, that's what you do. Get yourself Colombian, Brazilian, Argentinian, best uh, soccer team. Mexicans put out a good team every once in a while, might, but might get yourself a Mexican girl. Get one of those. And then bro, Mundial comes around every four years, dude. You've got, you've got, you already got a, a good team you could cheer behind. What do you think? That's true. That's true. The thing is, like, um, I, I, that's that's what it is. Who won it last time? Um, I have no fucking clue. I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> a while ago. I can't remember. Yeah. I really can't remember. Yeah. Huh? We'll have to. Uh, I, 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 who? When was it? Twenty uh, eighteen. Um, the twenty eighteen World Cup, um, France won it. The France national football team, yeah, they won it. Hmm. I think you know, Brazil, but Brazil even got knocked out, or they weren't even in it. It was like a big uh, tragedy. Yeah, you know there was a whole thing because most of the most of the players on on the team apparently were from like um, from descent for people that were from out of France. So it was a very multi-cultural team. Um, and some people had things to say about it and stuff like that. I remember all that now, the whole jazz with it. But yeah, France, France killed it. France well, they do it. it all the time. And then basketball Olympics, the they, NBA players, they have like a great grandfather from some European or some African country and they go uh, play for them because they can't make it on the U.S. team. It happens all the time. So it just it just shows you we're all we're all you know the same. It's all the same shit. We all, we all came from the same fucking place. So Germany won it in uh, 2014, and Spain won it the prior time. They always put 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 out a, put a good team on the field. So and then Italy was in 2006. Yeah. Brazil was 2002, so they had Brazil hasn't won it in a long time. That's why they're but they're always in the running. They're always they're always in the running. You you you'll be excited enough until they break your heart. Ronaldo was the was the guy who uh, who was the top player in those days. Ronaldo, 1998, it was France and Brazil was the runner up. So a lot of a lot of the players that play in professional teams in the U.S. go go back to their homeland to play for their teams there. What, what happens is what ends up happening a lot. Yeah, it's cool for sure. So yeah, definitely, guys. So yeah, like I mean, we hope you guys. You know, like I said, well, I'll link the uh, guacamole recipe, Rick. If you want to link your recipe, um, you can add it to the show notes. We'll have more recipes in future episodes, guys. Come on the forums. If you have a question about food? Come on the forums, guys. We will talk about it. Everything you put in your body makes a difference, guys. So. Come, come to the forum and uh, ask anything you'd like. So talk to you guys next week. Enjoy it. Take care. Have a good one, Steve. Have a good one, guys.
Guys, this is the required legal disclaimer. We are only sharing our experience from years of steroid use. We are not doctors, and none of what we say should be regarded as medical advice. Always check with your doctor before taking any drugs or starting any training program.